Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Strain your eyes against the sky and find no trespass for a hundred miles. The rubber peeled from your brake to rim and no sign of wings on southern wind. If the boss is calling and bills are due, but there'll be no chores until you're through. If your boots are east and west or in between on frozen rock or soggy green. If the birds are calling and smoke is due and there'll be no rest until you're through. If the treasure you seek is in the hunt, you've arrived at the foul front. All right, everybody, it's your host, Ben Page. And I am super glad to be back in your ear holes this week. And we have something pretty special for you this week. Instead of having the YouTubers on where, you know, we usually just get a bunch of fluff and not a lot of meaningful content, this week is jammed, packed with tips, tricks, tactics on how to be a better goose hunter. We're going to cover everything from calling to spreads. And we're going to hear from a bunch of different guests that, uh, what is that? What is that noise? Ah, crap. Not again. Alright, guys, I'm sorry. I, I had a really good plan. But what is going on, guys? Don't call it a comeback once again. I know we, uh, we just came back for the first time in months, and now it's been two or three weeks. What has it been, Thomas? Here, I think three weeks again. Yeah. Just with just with my co-host Thomas today, Alex and Ben are not part of the Flyways Collective, unfortunately. But uh, we got a foul front podcast here for you, and we have all the foul 
Flyways Collective, guys. Sorry, I am sleep deprived. I think most of us are today, but we are also very happy. We had a really good day, and we'll delve into that later. But Thomas, what do you have to add to that? Well, for those of you that don't know what the Flyways Collective is, it's a group of uh, six YouTubers, including Matt and myself. Also, we got here Jordan from Duck Gun Chronicles, Titus from Mid Valley Mercenaries, who we had on earlier or late last uh, or this past summer, Josh from Outdoor Limits, and Elliot from Freelance Duck Hunting. So we got together last year and did a little collaborative hunt for a couple of days, and this year we expanded upon that, and we've been up here in Kansas again uh, hunting for the past three days, and we got a few more days that uh, some of us are going to be hunting. So we're just going to be talking a little bit about what we got going on with uh, this trip and um, how our you know hunts have been going so far. Thoughts so far and everything. Uh, before we dive into all that, though, we do have a few people to thank for making this possible. We have a few. Um, actually, right now I am wearing the body furnace. It's uh, it's like a heating pack that warms you up. It heats your core um, on a cold day. It hasn't really been too cold, so we can't really try that out, but I think it'd be a good hand warmer. I have it on currently, though, because my back is sore from carrying a bunch of geese today so it is really helping helping those muscles in my back right now um it's it's awesome little product uh who wants to take the next one uh i'll jump in on one um so big thanks out to motion duck decoy spreader um we actually got to test that out with goose decoys that was josh's idea so we we hooked up some of the the fa floaters to the motion duck and uh, got that right out there in the set, giving us some lifelike motion. Guys, if you haven't seen the motion to the motion duck decoy spreader, check it out in a YouTube video. Actually, probably any of our videos, um, you'll be able to see it. But it, it just, like, words can't des- describe how lifelike and real um, it, it, the motion is when you're using the motion duck decoy spreader. So um, definitely check that out. Big thanks out to them, like, like Matt said, um, helping the Flyways Collective in this collab, making that possible. All right, and uh, one of the deaf guys, you want to cover Tetra? Uh, I'm the deafest of the deaf. So um, we had to do a hearing test for Tetra. Tetra is uh, little earpieces for protecting your ears while you hunt. And um, I got a special email from them, or actually it was sent to Josh, and Josh relayed it to me. So we had to do a uh, a hearing test before they sent these out to us. And they said, I have, um, what was their wording? Unusual. It's <laughs> abnormal for someone of your age to have this bad of hearing loss, I believe was the yeah. Paraf- yeah. To paraphrase. He, so was, he was borderline not being able to hear turkeys gobble. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm in my 20s, I made a decision that I just wasn't going to wear hearing aids because everyone that I tried either sounded, you know, the electronic one sounded mechanical and I hated it or just stuffing something in my ear. I couldn't hear what I wanted to hear when I was hunting. So I just made a decision. I'm like, I'm just not. I'm going to sacrifice it. And well, now I'm paying that price at 47 um, that I, my hearing sucks. So I've been on three hunts now in which I've used this Tetra. And this is the first thing I've ever put in my ear that you just don't. Once it's in here, you don't think about it. It's you're hunting and it's just like it just protects you from the shot. But it actually for me i can hear better with it it's like a hearing aid for me honestly but <laughs> they're made with the same parts as like five thousand dollar hearing aids yeah they are <clears throat> they are well worth it do not <clears throat> make the bad decision like i did just to not wear hearing protection because well, one thing i want to touch on with that is i don't remember who i was talking to they said they they took them out during the hunt oh that's me and then they noticed how loud the goose calls were yeah and and 
uh, Tetra on their website, they even say that loud calling can damage your hearing. It gets up into the decibel ranges where it's actually damaging. Mm-hmm. And, and one yeah. thing I wanted to add on that as well, um, it was, you know, this is the third day we've been able to use them. And it's kind of the first first day where it was mm-hmm. like, I just completely forgot, you know, that because it, it, it definitely sounds different. Like you can't completely have it like exactly the same as you're hearing. But, you know, it's it got to the point so close that I just forgot. I forgot I was wearing. I'm like, this is what real life sounds like. <laughs> so um, that was kind of cool. You know, third day running around, shooting geese, working the dog, and I just completely forgot that I had them in at all until I took them out, like Josh said. I shot my limit. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to take these out, um, chill. We have, like, four birds left, and then we started calling. I'm like, oh, my ears. Like, <laughs> I put them right back in. Josh, you want to touch on a little bit on Old Town and what they've done for us? Yeah, so Old Town Canoes is partnered up with us here, and we all use their kayaks to hunt out of, whether we're taking our kayaks to our hunting spot, unloading and hiding in some brush, or we put our blinds on them and we lay out hunt out of them. They're just all around awesome boats. they got tons of different options, and, uh, you know, you, you don't realize how much you can use a kayak until you actually have one. Like, I choose to take longer routes into my spots to use my kayak instead of just walking in. So check them out. They're super durable. They've got tons of great options and uh, you don't want to miss out on the kayak duck hunting. Finisher, you want to talk about that? Yeah, sure. We're actually, we've all, I think, been using those for quite a while. And it's one thing that I can say is always on my lanyard and that is the finisher. And I've become good friends with Dave too. And I know, Jordan Elliott, too. I don't know if any of you guys have met him, talked to him, but super nice guy, great guy, uh, very humble. He's a shark. He does. <laughs> <laughs> You're hoping he listens to this, but for reals, he's a really nice guy and um, get along with him really well. But he, they created this tool. If you haven't heard of it, you got to check it out. It's called the Finisher, and it's just a little metal tool that gets put into the back of a wounded or crippled bird and dispatches them safely and humanely. We'll use that word dispatch because that's what they use. But we won't talk about what Jordan said the other day. About how it works. But no, it really does work. And, um, you know, there's I've seen things done to birds that are crippled and wounded. I've had to dispatch myself in other ways before I had this tool. And uh, he talks a lot about one of the things he talks about is hearing these guys that talk about the Cajun crunch and how some of these guys have got Bell's palsy because you don't really know what kind of ponds that these birds are in. And so just... Just do it right and grab yourself a finisher, and you'll I think you'll like it. All right, yeah. Once again, you know, special thanks out to those guys for making this thing happen. Uh, but let's let's talk about today. Today, I, I know before this, it was kind of tough hunting for most of us, except Josh and Jordan. But uh, <laughs> today made up for it. It Holy cow, that was one of the best goose hunts in my life. What about you guys? Agreed. Second the motion. <laughs> Just wave oh, after wave. I, I I don't even know where to start. Like yeah. I know I, I know once we finished it, it was a seven man Kansas limit, so there was forty two geese on the on the ground and I was looking around at everybody and they were just shaking their heads and just breathless, like I have no words. It was it was just crazy. I wanna I wanna hit on something that we've all we've kind of all talked about it a little bit, but uh um one really kind of cool thing, I thought unique for a goose hunt, I've never been on a hunt with so many sub gauges. Um, where there's seven hunters, we had four 20 gauges, 
and a 28 gauge, right? Yeah, four, 420 gauges and 28 gauge and then two 12 gauges. So, I mean, in most hunts you're going to go on, goose hunt, it's, everybody's using a 12 gauge. Maybe somebody's using a 10 gauge, right? But, <laughs> yeah. And I know we've, we've all started, you know, kind of having um, more of our hunts on YouTube with sub gauges. I've been doing it for a while, but like, you know, all of us, I think you guys all have new sub gauges. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's just, you know, something we've been doing. And then we get the hate on YouTube uh, from people saying you can't kill a goose with a 20 gauge or, or, or whatever it is. And we, we shot a seven man limit today of honkers six per person. There's not like, you know, it's not like, a small limit. And like three of them were like lessers, <laughs> cacklers, lessers, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. These were big boys. Honestly, I was really surprised <laughs> how big these geese were. Cause I, I kind of watched some videos from the Midwest and people are like, Oh, this is a really big one, you know? And so I'm thinking, well, maybe they don't shoot a lot of big ones. Cause in California, they're huge, but I seen a couple today. I was like, those are bigger than anything I've seen in California. Like, like the, I band, mean, the, the head, banded one I shot? Yes, huge. <laughs> and the breasts that you, when you we cleaned them today, the I mean, they're, they're like tri-tips, man. Yeah. Each one is crazy. So I like how Josh just sneakily snuck that in. The banded one I shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think that was the biggest one that I cleaned. I, I put it on the tailgate, and I'm like, holy crap, Titus, look at the yeah. size of this. Huge. Yeah. So I guess yeah we we also got two bands. Josh obviously got one. Uh, Jordan, are you claiming is that un, in dispute or still or? or? Uh, we've looked at the video no. evidence. It's not in dispute. Video replay. Jordan has it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah. you guys want to talk about where they're from? Uh, sure. Yeah, I, I, I looked some stuff up here. Jordan, you start. Okay. Yeah, uh, mine was from Manitoba, Canada. It's actually my first band from Canada. Um, so that was kind of cool to see, you know, one that far, far away. It wasn't super old, but it, uh, 2018, so, um, so, you know, two and a half, three-year-old goose. That's definitely cool. Uh, I feel I feel like it, it just means a little bit more when they're non-local birds, you know. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So you, you're like, man, this, this bird, it kind of has a history. And that's kind of why bands are so cool. You, you know where this bird's kind of came from. And, um, you know, this this bird made the, the flight all the way from Canada down to our, our pond today. And, um we brought them to it so <laughs> yeah so i shot a band and it took me three shots to take this thing down i pulled up shot it puff of feathers shot it again yeah, when we watched that shot cam yeah he went he tucked in looked like he was folded and then just kept come back going. alive again i mean it was a tank yeah huge I, bird. three and i was shooting boss and just boom 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 that third shot finally took it down and uh so my band that I shot today was from South Dakota, and it wasn't until we got back to the Airbnb when I was looking at my keys when I was put I, I keep my bands on my keychains, and I was putting my band on my keychain. I was looking at the band I shot in February. I was like, wait, the first four numbers are the same, and then I looked them up, and these two were both banded in 2015. And they were banded 22 miles apart. That's crazy. Oh, man, that's cool. That's really cool. Isn't that nuts? <laughs> yeah. Did you get a measurement on how far yours was from where it was banded in Canada? I did not, no. That'd be cool to look up, maybe. My Mallard band was from Nanavit. Wow. It was like Dang. 14, 1,500 miles to where it got shot. Smokes. And it made it there in a month to the day that I shot it. <laughs> it was banded a month to the day. 
One thing I also find really cool is that this general area we were hunting in today has seemed to produce a lot of bands for you guys. Like, I don't know. I feel like there's just some areas in the U.S. that seem to winter a lot of banded birds, or maybe they just winter populations that get banded more frequently. But, Josh, y'all have had – how many bands is this now in that – in the, just in that general area that y'all have shot in the past couple of years? I mean, it's all luck. Mm-hmm. There's there's no like hot spot for leg bands really unless yeah. you're at a banding site or a park or a park <laughs> yeah you know, it, or local it, birds right yeah local locally banded birds and it it just doesn't it's all luck mm-hmm. but we just get good populations of geese through our area and we hunt them and we get a lot of hunters on them and we shoot a lot so yeah your odds go up happen. your odds yeah. go up when you shoot 42 birds but in the, a day. Thing, the thing <laughs> yeah. I liked about today's hunt which is not what happens most of the time is there was really no discrepancy as to who shot the leg band. That doesn't happen very much. <laughs> like I was on my bird three times and it fell. I knew that one that landed on the far side of the pond in the grass. That was my bird that I shot. And then Jordan, you smoked that one. Then Elliot smoked it right after you. So there's a little discrepancy and a little bit of a brawl over that. But we, we were able to look back on the video because we had about 7,000 cameras rolling at one yeah. time. Yeah. So we were able to go back and look. So that was kind of a cool experience. Yeah. And the brawl was just, it was just for fun. Yeah. It, yeah. I wonder if we might have had maybe it's the most camera angles on a goose hunt ever. I yeah. mean, oh my God, how guys. Many camera angles. Like, well, the we cool have. thing about it, though, is, is I know every time I shot a bird, that one that I, was, I thought maybe I shot. And even when I was getting out of the blind, I was like, I'm sure other people were shooting at that too. I may not have shot it. But yeah. other than that one, every time I shot and killed a bird, I knew that I'd killed that bird. Well, and there were yeah. seven people. The thing that helped with that, because it'd be different if it was like thir- three birds and five people popped up. But we're finishing, like, the small flocks were the like... The smallest flock was five. Was, it was five. Well, we had two yep. singles. Two singles and a pair. But either, when we but did we that... we were talking to yeah, each other we're too, talking. Like, you two shoot. We yep. know there was no, like... Ten guys shooting at one bird. Yeah. No, it was oh, a gentleman yeah. shoot. It was. All it the way. really was. And we all stayed in our lanes. Like, Titus and I were sitting next to each other. We were talking, and I was calling the birds. I'm like, okay, well, Titus, you take the one right there. And then, then we from the left, third from the left. Yeah, second The only the time third. that we crossed up and we didn't shoot, you could tell in the shot cam, you said you had picked that bird to the right out, and I had picked that bird out with the band on it. Uh-huh. <laughs> my gun was on the one with the band. <laughs> I had it, and I was like, that's not my lane. I just went right over to this one. I did the same and thing. And he shot the one that was in his lane. I shot the one that was in his lane. <laughs> really and I'm still happy about that. Like, I really want to look at our shot cam video and like do it back to back and see us go like, whoop, whoop, yeah. 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 Cool. You know, crossing over. That, yeah. All around, it, it was a fun hunt, and it, it was a different experience for me because like these are the type of hunts that i go on pretty regularly and you know i didn't really have my camera i didn't talk to my camera pull it out touch it until i parked my truck and all of you guys were out there with your cameras filming everything i'm grabbing bags of decoys out of the trailer <laughs> and i'm like this is different <laughs> let, let, let's talk about how this hunt started off because you guys we, we you know we drove out there we set up our spread we got the two a-frames from Rogers there and all the all the full bodies from FA and uh, you and Levi and who Elliot I think drove your trucks back in Jordan so it was Titus Thomas and I and I even told Titus this I, I had my secondary cam and I'm like well Josh said they won't really show up till about 10 o'clock probably so I don't want to really burn two hours of just memory card to download and you know have to go through all that footage and then they literally get come walking back up and Levi's like geese geese and 
Who thought they were no, a joke? I, thought thought I, was thought joke? I did. You guys I thought he was joking. joking. My, my back was to the pond. Where were you standing? <laughs> I was in the A-frame, but I didn't have my gun loaded. It was in the gun case. I, I thought you were standing by on. Levi because Levi, no, I don't I, know this guy, I, right? I, this is the first time I met him. Super cool dude, by the way. <laughs> and and we really want to say a big shout out to him for letting us come out there and hunt with him, right? Yeah. So, But I don't know this guy. I don't know what's a joke or what's not a joke. And we, we have done this before. Birds, birds. And then you jump and ha ha, got you. I did not believe him. He goes, <laughs> he literally jumps up, spreads his arms, like being over the top, like this guy's joking. Someone else said it by me. They're yeah. like, yeah, right. Me and, you? me and Titus were standing shoulders. He shoulder. goes, birds, birds. I go, yeah, right. He said it again and his eyes changed. I was like, oh, God. I turned around, look. I just scrambled. I was putting shells we, in. I mean, I, we had birds. I had my payday. I threw my payday up in the air and ran to get my gun. So. Yeah. No, those, those birds are probably about 80, 90 yards cupped up coming in. And we're all scrambling to find shells. Only I'm two people got loaded. Human. I was yeah. loaded. I had one shell in and my I go, pocket. why didn't nobody shoot? We're like, we weren't loaded Did you yet. shoot, Josh? Yeah. Okay. He shot one shell. I had <laughs> one shell. So I had I, a step to the left of Josh. This, we were behind the blind. Titus and I were behind the blind. Titus gets behind me. He goes, I'm going to step off to your left. <laughs> <laughs> so I step off to the left of Matt. I wish and I then Titus comes up from behind me. I fire my shot completely with it. And Titus goes, dude, it was like a football play. Like I was a running back. Dude, I had my hand on your shoulder. And then we moved left. I wish we had some GoPros oh, going on. That, that was so fun. The action, I think Elliot said this, it reminded me more of a teal hunt. I mean, I've never had geese. We would shoot one flock and look up on the horizon, and there's another flock coming. I mean, and I guess it probably has to do with the feeding pattern in right now, because like we said, you know, typically those geese wouldn't come till 10 o'clock, but it was sunrise, and they were just pouring in. Yeah, I mean, they're, they go to the roost pond, and then they go out early in the morning, or they sit on the roost for a while, and they just come out to these other ponds and eat the grass around them. Mm-hmm. And then in the evenings they go eat corn and go back to the roost. Gotcha. And Matt Matt was saying on the way home, um, he well, he had the timings. He was looking at his one of um, shot cam his shot cam, and it was like everything in the it was like five minutes apart. Yeah, <laughs> like a pass, a pass. And I was like, my only complaint about the hunt is that they were coming too fast. <laughs> it's Everybody like, was saying, <laughs> yeah, because we're trying to clean up birds and pick them up. Here comes some more, and everyone's diving on the ground. And, <laughs> we're working dogs, and I mean, we were all shooting one to two birds each out of a group. Yeah, yeah. let's have let's have a raise of hands for who got caught out of the blind and had to lay on the ground today's. I know I, I did, did three times. You did, yeah. <laughs> but t- well, but uh, and, and the I reason did, was you're working a dog. Yeah, and, yeah. and you dog, were working the dog. Yeah, so the that dogs. was really the biggest but reason. The, the funny thing is, when Elliot was out of the blind, he was over off to the side, <laughs> out of the way, and so we were finishing these groups in. He had his dog and everything, so it was out of the way too. When we finished these groups in, we shoot pop 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 pop. And we're dropping them out, and then they fly right in front of Elliot after we're all done. That was placed perfectly he right there. He goes, <laughs> pop, he pulls another one. <laughs> yeah, it was just We just know you're trying to keep your shooting averages <laughs> yeah, good. Right. They're easy shots. Only me. How only far me. were they at that point? Oh, 25, 30. I mean, they were close because they would come right by the blinds and then swing right up by the dam. Because there was kind of a tree line there. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they didn't want to fly by that tree line. Maybe really. 30, but I mean, they were easily little chip shots yeah yeah well jordan was caught out of the blind too on the way we had a one go out in the, the field or something yeah that was one that i wasn't sure if i should go on but it looked kind of lively it hit the ground and it like i thought it was going to keep running so i sprinted out there with chief 
And like by the time I got to the other side, I was pretty tired, <laughs> so I couldn't really sprint back. Um, you should tell about what when we were trying to signal you. Oh yeah, yeah. that's what I was. Yeah, I thought I thought you guys were trying to like give me direction. No, first I was like, oh, they're telling me to come back to the blind. They're like, come like I thought you guys were saying to come back. I'm like, the goose is right over there. I can see it. I just ran 200 yards. I'm not gonna come back when it's 50 yards that way. So I didn't know there was birds coming. I think yeah, we're, we're all yelling. We're just yelling. We were like, get birds! Get waving it. our arms out of these A-frames. I thought, and, and he's like, what? I thought you guys were screwing with me and like doing the, like the typical over, back, like, you know. Like, <laughs> no, and so, we, were, we were all business today. Yeah. 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 When we said birds, and we meant birds. <laughs> yeah. But I got that one. So I think I had to lay down like two or three times on the way back. <laughs> now, on one retrieve, I went with Georgia where I shot those two around the dam. I had to hit the deck, I think, three times yeah. on that one time around. Yep. It's like hit the deck, birds drop. I'm walking another 10 yards. Here's more. <laughs> hit the deck, birds drops. I shoot one. Then I And, and then I hide behind the dam, and then here comes some more. It was just like crazy. It was just wave yeah. after wave and after wave. I don't think... I don't think Chief's ever been that tired because he was freaking. <laughs> he loves yeah. geese. He, he was loves a geese. workhorse today. I don't know. We couldn't. How many retrieves he made today? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. I, I don't know how many retrieves he made today. But that was he a lot, made yeah. a ton yeah. of retrieves because you kept being like, uh, "You want Chief or Georgie?" I'm like, "Chief," because Georgie was. I mean, I was really focused on every retrieve for her and and reinforcing her training because she's only one years old and everything and. And in the meantime, she's like, bird, 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 yeah. bird. And it's like, all right, Georgie, yeah. get that one. And she did a double a couple of times. But the, it was a lot wanna, of times, like, four down, she would get three. I'd focus on Georgie and her one. You know? I want to hear kind of, like, after you've reflected on it, what are your, your final thoughts on today's hunt after seeing Georgie's first goose hunt and how she did? I was real nervous about it because both my other two dogs I've had wouldn't retrieve geese. And they just wouldn't pick them up. And so I was like, all right, this dog better pick up these these geese and I got her from Flatlander Kennels, which I mean, these are high powered dogs. I, I thought she would, but I was worried. And so, I mean, she did really, really well. I what, want, what was her first goose retrieve ever? Her first <laughs> retrieve was perfect because it was the one they were talking about where um, Levi's screaming for the birds. And, you know, my concern with her, she's a small dog. She's only like 55 pounds. And it's like, how is she going to handle these huge geese? She's never seen geese or anything. And, and the first group that came in were cacklers. And so the one, the first goose is like just barely bigger than a mallard, which was perfect. Yeah. So it might have been smaller than a black duck. It, it was yeah, tiny. It was small. So and, do you think this is just kind of me brainstorm here? But do you think now after that first retrieve, after seeing that bird and a goose, do you think she kind of associates that pleasurable experience with that first one with these other ones? I don't know. I imagine the first one she just thought of it as a duck, probably. But she's never been around seven people. She's never been around goose calling. She's never been around that many guns going off. And so everything was different and new to her. A lot of those retrieves were farther than she's ever done before. I bet you she did six retrieves today that was farther than any duck retrieve she's ever done. Yesterday. Not to mention that high wall she was having to drag him up over. Yeah. That was, what, yeah. three feet? Yeah. Probably. Well, my goal for her, I want her just like when she's duck hunting, she will bring it all the way back and sit and hold it as long as I want her to. So ultimately, I want that I want that same thing from the geese. I don't want it dropped at the shoreline, which she was having some problems with that. But some of these big geese, she, she would come out of the pond, and there was a little, like, a three-foot lip. And you'd see her trying to bring that big goose over it, and she'd yeah. kind of get it stuck. And, and so then Stepping she'd be on like, the wing I just and... can't do it, you know? So if it had been a flat surface, I think she would have brought it the whole way back. Oh, and yeah. I got her to bring a few even of those big ones 
When, in fact, when I was around the dam over there by myself, it's she brought a big one clear the way up. It was a little flatter. It was, it, was, it was an incline, but it wasn't like a, a step. Yeah. You know, and so she could just go up the whole incline versus where we were. It's like literally a two foot like step that she had to raise it above. But I'm I'm thrilled with the, for her first goose hunt. I mean, that was talk about fantastic experience. And I had a couple of times where I was able to force fetch her a little bit. And and so it that was just the best introduction to goose hunting. I think I'm thrilled with how she did a, a couple things to add on to that, too. Um, I got a clip. I got to show you B-roll of Georgie. <clears throat> it's probably the coolest clip you you're going to ever see of Georgie. She gets a goose that is half alive and she grabs it, starts swimming back, and this thing, like, starts thrashing and flipping. And, like, you can see the bird swing its neck and, like, blood come out of its mouth. And it's Are you it's, it's 120 yes. frames per second. Oh, it's, my God. It's probably the most epic cinematic retrieve I've ever ever filmed. Awesome. And she's got it coming back. So she had that. Not only that, but she is she got her first band retrieve ever, too, because yep. Chief and her both got one of the band retrieves, mm-hmm. so yeah. that, that's awesome too. Yeah, it was it was just a great day, and and you know the first two days we struggled so bad, and we didn't. And Josh was you know he's got a lot of contacts because we're in his home turf area, and I know for you it was probably like because when we went out to you know my places, you feel a little bit of responsibility, a mm-hmm. little bit of pressure. You got all these guys coming in. And, you know, we hung out yesterday, and, and you weren't dying about it, but I could tell you were feeling a little bit of pressure about it, calling people, calling contacts and everything. And and at one point, you're like, I feel like I've called all my contacts. And then right at the end of the night, it's like, okay, I think we've got this opportunity. And it just turned out just, I mean, you you couldn't have scripted it really better than that. And it changed the whole, dyma- the, the whole dynamic of the trip, really. I mean, we were having a great time, but that one hunt just did it. You know, I yeah. mean, and the fact that we were all able to do it together yes. as one, because yeah. we didn't even get to do that last year. I mean, we we get what groups of three or four last year, and we had a bunch of other people too, which kind of complicated things further. But uh, this was awesome just to hunt as one collective. Honestly, you know, just, um, and then going back off of your your Georgie's first goose hunt, each one of these videos that's going to come out from this is going to be different. That's going to be so cool to watch everyone else's different perspective. You know, uh, Elliot, had, if he focused on Georgie, you focused on her first goose and her getting getting all that experience already with geese. Uh, myself, you know, I had my first 28-gauge limit, my first goose with a 28-gauge. Uh, just, it's, it's going to be so cool. And then Thomas, thanks, Jordan, <laughs> the podcast professional helping me out here. <laughs> and then uh, Thomas was doing B-roll. He's doing the Flyways Collective video, and it's going to be I can't wait to see all the B-roll and cinematic shots you got. I think all these all these hunt videos are going to be awesome. Like, I can't wait to see all of them, all the shot cam footage, everything. Yeah, which we probably should have mentioned that, but we you know, we all have our own individual YouTube channels, but we also have um, a group YouTube channel that the that's the Flyways Collective, so you can check that out, and there will be a goose hunt probably posted pretty, pretty um, soon after um, this podcast is live. So, uh, yeah, that should be a pretty awesome video. But anybody else have much to add? Well, we, we glossed over the fact. Now, this band that Jordan shot that we have now confirmed was <laughs> once in dispute. And there was a kind of a tussle, kind of a Thunderdome in the Goose Blind kind of deal. <laughs> That'd be a great title for the Thunderdome yeah. in the Goose I can't blind. wait to see the footage. Someone needs it. to pull that up. We've so. got it. Thomas has yeah, it I have now, a, too. Have you watched it yet? It's mm-hmm. going in the collector. <laughs> you watched great. it, too? Yeah, I watched How it. How am I the only one who didn't get to see this I yet? Know. So <laughs> It's pretty funny. <laughs> so Jordan 
literally comes out of the A-frame and picks Elliot up over his shoulder. You're just pretty like, strong. I got to say, you're strong. Yeah, like a bag of corn or something. <laughs> I'm like no, I was egged on, I was egged on, though. You were nothing. Yeah, I know. Where was I when this I don't know. Happened? I don't know. You were, you were off to the left looking, talking with Levi or something. Uh, dude, I, I missed this completely. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was egged on, though, because Matt said... I think you guys should wrestle for it. And I did like the sumo stance, like stomp my foot. <laughs> and then I just charged Elliot. I don't know. It just something took over me. And threw me over your shoulder. <laughs> you picked him up, threw him on the ground. Ran then, through the decoys. And then beat this poor guy. Old There's bastard. A, old guy. Yeah, he beating the elderly people up. <laughs> <laughs> There's a point in the video where Elliot goes, <laughs> Dude, it was an elbow straight to the ribs, man. <laughs> 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 Kidney, how's it going for the <laughs> it kind of rolls. On, it kind of rolls on its side, goes belly down. What I, what proceeded to happen after that? How'd you get him off you? That's what I want to know. Well, I, I could feel myself being crushed, and at that, <laughs> at, at that point, I, I heard my dad in my mind. His favorite quote of him in in any video that I've ever had him in. He says. I can something about sucker I can, punch, sucker punch, and something with something the best I can, of. Them. I can. Uh, Kick to the or groin. groin kick I can and, kick yeah. groin and sucker punch with the best of them. I, that yeah. that phrase went through my mind. So I'm like, I gotta go for the <laughs> testicles. <laughs> <laughs> Reach my hand. <laughs> for one second of that tussle, I had the advantage. You did. <laughs> I'm just, let's just say he I'm, I'm glad. So fast. I'm glad I had lots of layers on the day. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I missed this. Oh. I can sucker maybe punch this, and groin kick with the best of them. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, maybe this was when I was looking at my shot cam video trying to figure out how many birds I've actually shot. <laughs> <laughs> like, just trying to make sure, okay, I think I've shot five, and just making sure. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, I've shot five. Yeah. It was classic. It was epic. You know, no, this, was, this wasn't in the schedule, too. So I think, honestly, it was pretty cool. I think we've already said this, but... Because we wouldn't have had all these interactions and all these stories if we would have hunt, hunted pairs. And we kind of tried to do that for the content, which is great, you know, getting different videos out. But this, you know, this kind of was a cool cool idea or cool, cool way of doing it, too, getting all six of us together. Yeah. How many of you have shot a six-goose limit before? A six-man limit? A six-goose per person. I mean, I've, that's only my second one. You shot how, how have you individually, how many individual... Goose limits, goose limits that you personally shot, shot that were six. six birds a day. None. This is my first goose first. I shot in Kansas. Yeah. So Nebraska, we only have a five. So goose same limit. with you then. Your first six goose. I we did one. We have a ten bird in September. So I think I might have got seven or eight one time before. Yeah. Or but um yeah no this is my first time with six on the head I think. This is my only my second ever. Yeah no we we have a three three bird limit in Indiana so. We shoot half the birds, and we're excited about it. Uh, we were kind of talking about it. It's like all perspective because mm -hmm. back home in Indiana, you shoot your three geese, and everybody's high-fiving, fist-pumping, and it's like, man, out in Kansas, they're shooting double that. <laughs> if they don't, they're probably, you know, if you shoot half a limit, you're probably not as excited as we are in Indiana shooting our limit. So, You, you know, to add on that, like where we hunt with my group of guys I hunt with, and, you know, we don't limit out all the time, but we get on those farm pond goose hunts, Usually, if we shoot between 15 to 20, between five guys, it's been a good day. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. 42 That's, was our number. 42. <laughs> 42. Spectacular. I was just thinking about this uh, all morning. Is like, you know, in elementary school doing the times tables. It was 9.55. <laughs> it was, like, it was, I was over. like, six times seven is 42. That was like one of my first multiplication things yeah. I learned. That's funny. 
Well, I guess there's one other thing we haven't covered in any of these other podcasts, and I guess I'll throw out, begrudgingly throw out a plug for both podcasts. Well, no, I, I like Titus's podcast. MBM <laughs> Show, check that one out. It's awesome. And uh, Duck Gun Podcast as well, I guess. You can check that out if you want. Hey, Matt, how's your nose feel today? <laughs> I was, was going to talk about that. Yes, so Jordan and I had a race to 10K subscribers, which I lost. I, I still think he cheated somehow. But <laughs> he bought subscribers. He bought, he bought Watch subscribers. Watch him drop 2,000 subscribers next month because the Chinese virus falls out. But I, I lost, and he we, we came up with a bet, and the loser had to got to rip. No, the loser had to get their nose hairs waxed and ripped out by the winner. And uh, I lost, and last night I got my nose hairs ripped out. <laughs> well, I, I do think Jordan showed you a little bit of mercy because he let you rip your own nose hairs yeah, out. I'm he slowly that he pulled. Little, little, Dude, yeah. that had to be worse, though. Side note. Yeah, I think that Pulling had to be worse. hair out slowly, that just don't make any sense, does it? <laughs> no. Like, I would just want to get it over with, just bam. Well, little side note. Have the, we, the video of this is on the Flyways Collective Instagram. Yes. It's pretty yeah. good. Go you check it yeah, yeah, yeah. Have we Cloroxed the tables? <laughs> no, it was right where Elliot's hand is right now. It was right there. Let, me let me tell you something, though. I could have used those nose hairs this morning when Chief dropped one over by the A-frame. Oh, dude, it was Holy rank. crap, that was bad. <laughs> Chief is Jordan's dog. I smell everything now. I can't Dude, be responsible <laughs> for the smell of my dog's in. poop. I drive my truck and I happen to park <laughs> I, I right park. by the turd so that I open the door and my first step, I step in. I Bloop. saw you park there. I'm like, that's right by Chief's poop. I mean, but a foot to the left or right, literally my first step out of the truck. <laughs> <laughs> no, you get out. The first thing you say when you get out, what's that smell? <laughs> I've Chief, never smelled dog turds And I'm over here like, uh, Chief was <laughs> also letting rip some mean farts by the way. Oh, yeah. I thought, in the thought, A-frame, I was smelling yeah, I thought he had uh, taken a dump a couple times right in the blind and I'm uh -huh. like looking around for it. You guys are giving Chief a bad rap. He's I'm his gonna... father's son. That's all I got to say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all, all Jordan feeds him is Morganzers, right? <laughs> Save the trout. Save the trout. <laughs> Save the trout. <laughs> Shoot a Morganzer. Save a trout. <laughs> well, I oh. think that's a good place to wrap this yeah, one up. No, yeah, this has been a fun time. We've still got a few days here left on the Flyways Collective. Uh, and once again, we'll plug all that stuff. Uh, we've got a YouTube channel, the Flyways Collective, Instagram and Facebook as well. And then all the individual members. Thomas, my co-host at uh, Virginia Outdoors Unlimited, Elliot Freelance Duck Hunting, Josh Outdoor Limits, Titus Mid-Valley Mercenaries, and Jordan Duck Gun Chronicles. You don't have to follow him, but uh, no, follow all these guys. Great content, great duck hunters. Uh, just a good time hanging out with hanging out with all of them, and uh, good podcasters as well. Uh, Thomas, you have anything to add? Nope. Well, I guess the the race to twenty k is on. So that <laughs> next year when we all convene back, hopefully it'll uh, it'll be interesting to see how that one has played out. Awesome. But let's let's uh let's call that a foul front podcast and uh we'll see you guys on the next one. Hopefully we have some more coming out soon. Yeah. <laughs> At some point. Yeah, we will see. But uh yeah, thanks for tuning in. Subscribe. Jordan. Yeah, there we go. Hit that one. Crank that up. Alright, thanks guys. See ya. Kinda crappy podcast was that.
On Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! Oh! Look at that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, I'm the old there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.